of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is up, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Sally, what's shaking? What's going on, buddy? We are coming at you from all different parts of the globe. I actually, I, Brother Brian is where he normally mm -hmm. is in Long Island. I am in uh, Los Angeles. Parlay kid, well, uh, I don't even know, Harry. I can't even keep track of you anymore. Are you in Arizona? No. I am in Arizona right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, good. Parley Kid dropping his his own kid off, upstate New York, big football town. He's doing it live from the hotel. He said there was no room in the car, but he brought his recording device. Good job by you, Parley Kid. Good job by Harry, who is what nine forty three and one in his last fifty three <laughs> extra points picks. These guys make picks every single day on extrapoints.com. Nine forty three and one. Who did you bounce back with, Harry? I feel like we're going to jinx the hell out of it right now. Who'd you bounce back with? Well, I did bounce back with Charlie Morton and the Braves. Uh, currently um, uh, winning right now for nothing. So that's good. Why are you um, so hesitant? You were just uh, you're just whooping it up about 30 seconds. I know, ago. but still, I never look. I look, Sal, I'm hesitant because today I actually bet a uh, 14 parlay. I had uh, three player props in the Colorado San Diego game. They all hit by the sixth inning. And all I needed was over 14 with Jake Arrieta on the mound for the Padres <laughs> to go over 14. I get bottom of the fifth. It's seven, five in Colorado <laughs> in Coors Field. And I get no runs the rest of the game when runners are on every inning and I get no runs I, and I lose that parlay. I, we we got to introduce Harry to live betting. Bro. I love how I love so how Harry said all I need is over 14 runs in a baseball game. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, yeah. Arietta has been terrible. He gets picked up by San Diego. The, they had 12 in the bottom of the fifth and in Coors Field. Come on. By the way, can you take, break. can you, are you allowed to, uh, it's just ironic to me that you're 943 and one, you take a slump buster at minus 240 and it's the Braves. I mean, there's nothing at all brave about that pick. Well, Even when I it bet wins. it, it was minus 205. Just want to say, yeah. but then maybe people jumped on with me and pushed it to 240. But yeah, uh, that's probably yeah. what happened. Yeah, that's you've been so good. They're, they're backing <laughs> you here. Right. Uh, he's nine. Just for the record, he'll be nine. Let's make it nine forty five and one after the Braves blow this. We have to that has to count as two losses. <laughs> We're in the minus two twenties, two forties. Give me a break. Uh, <laughs> we have a good show. We're going to go over the NFC North. We've been previewing each division for the last two weeks. We did the NFC East on Tuesday. I think we all picked the Cowboys, right? That was smart. Me and the parlay kid. No. Brother Brian, who you and Harry took somebody else? We had the Washington football team. You guys. Yep. All right. We'll hit the NFC North. Maybe you guys will get that right. Freddie Roach is joining us. Yes, mm. he is training Manny Pacquiao. Pacquiao versus your Dennis Ugas. Now, it was supposed to be Errol Spence. Spence had an injury. That was going to be fun. It's now Pacquiao. Um, he is, uh, he's been training Pacquiao for many years. He's training him this Saturday day, night. I'm seeing minus 430 for Pacquiao over Ugas. Could be. Could be a good enough fight. Harry, do you have any idea who Freddie Roach, Master Roach, La Cucaracha, the choir boy, AKAs, who he's trained in the past? Yeah, definitely. Mike Tyson, right? Okay. All right. And, cool. uh, and, and Mac and Pacquiao now. Oh, <laughs> Pacquiao now. All right. You got that one. That was, I yeah. mean, that, that was going to be the hard one to remember <laughs> since I only just, yeah, Miguel Cotto, Oscar De La Hoya, Julio hey. Cesar Chavez Jr., James Tony, Virgil Hill. So many. I think 36 champs, uh, Parley did. We have them what on, a career. The, uh, on the show today. That's going to be fun. Uh, and I'm excited. The Mets, you know, we're doing this uh, a little extra, a little early in the week. We usually do this Thursday. 
Wednesday afternoon, we're doing it. The Mets just won. They run their record to 60 and 60. I think they're four out, four and a half, four out now. Big win over the Giants in extra mm, innings. Pilar just, with the home wow. run. 60 and 60. Win 40 in a row, Parlay Kid. They're 160. That's respectable. And then they could lose. They could drop the last. Yeah. Well, right look, there. I think they just needed their owner to kick them in the uh, the ass a little bit. Looks like I'm glad he lost. did that. Stepped I'm up glad. his game. He did a little Steinbrennerish right there. A little Georgish, calling his players uh, out on Twitter saying they can't hit. You know what it is? A little white lotus ish. Uh, you know, I paid for a more expensive room. I should have it. What the hell's going on here? Right. I don't so, blame him. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Good for Uncle him. Steve. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see uh, him, uh, you know, maybe lighting a fire under those uh, he did. those Mets who just, you know, they're very complacent with being just an average team year in and year out. So I guess the, fl- the fire didn't flame up until the 12th inning, though. They only had a few hits up until, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know why, until they won in, uh, in extra innings. But anyway, let's hit the NFC North. Now, the Packers lead the way. We'll start with them. Ten and a half is there over under. You go over, you have to pay minus one twenty to make the playoffs. The yes is minus three hundred. The no is plus two thirty. I'm already counting this as a win, guys, because I like the Packers at plus one forty when there was all up in the air if Aaron Rodgers um, was going to sign. Of course, he did. I never thought there was a you know. A, God bless Mark Schlereth, but he was wrong. He needs to come on here and apologize. He wasn't going to Denver. Um, hmm. Now Denver screwed Packers. Over under 10 and a half. Let's take a look at this game. Obvi- uh, this team, obviously, Rodgers turns 38. The only player with three MVPs in 10 year span and did not win a title. Um, that must drive him crazy. He has four career touchdown passes to first round picks in his career. <laughs> that must drive him crazy. Yet, on the other hand, why go anywhere else? 11 and one versus the North the last two years. Seven pro bowlers on this team, tied for most. 14 and two at home over the last two years, counting last year when home field really shouldn't have mattered. You couldn't really have any fans or limited fans. Um, they have 10 returning starters on offense. They signed Randall Cobb. They traded the Texans. They got him. All right. To keep him happy. They draft Josh Myers, a center, the second pick, Mari Rogers, third pick, got a receiver there. They lose Jamal Williams. Uh, they went from 23 and a half to 31.8 points per game offensively. Really good. Rodgers, I mean, what can you say? One MVP, 70.7% uh, completion, 48 touchdowns, and 121.5 passer rating. Defensively, what did they do? They were 13th. Uh, who's out? Oh, Petten is out. Joe Barry, defensive coordinator, first season. He's in there. I love Zadarius Smith, underrated player mm, right there. 12 and a half sacks last two seasons. He averages uh, 10 stars returning on defense. Plus Stokes, the guy they got out of Georgia. Uh, I like him. I like him this year. I'm looking at their schedule, but 10 and a half. I don't know why. I thought I'd have them with 12. I have them with 10 wins. I have them losing a weird game at San Francisco, uh, at Chicago, at Arizona, at Minnesota. And then what is that? The Rams? I never know what LA team that is. The Rams and at Baltimore, and then they'll lose a Cleveland. They'll have 10 wins. I think that's enough to take. The division, Parlay Kid, you also have them. You have them over 10 and a half. Yeah, taking them over 10 and a half, Sal, you just gave all the reasons why. Um, I think they bring back so many of the same players coming off a great season. Uh, I think we all here like uh, Green Bay to win the division uh, really way before 
when anybody knew what Rodgers was doing. Harry, I think, was the only guy who um, didn't like Green Bay, saying Rodgers would retire, if, if, if we remember that. So mm -hmm. well, Harry was way off on that. Uh, really, but, it should have been Harry that retired. <laughs> no, he yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Isn't taking the field yet, Darren. <laughs> oh, you think he's going to back out? He's going to get cold no, feet, Harry? No, Yeah. Hey, all right. Yeah, so I love I love Green Bay. I love Green Bay in this division. Uh, you know, Rodgers is just so on top of his game right now. Is there any tougher place to play in football than Lambeau Field? I really don't no. think there's a tougher place to play, especially once that weather starts to turn, because we all know there's one quarterback who can play in that those elements, and that's Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if anybody else is capable of playing there the way mm -hmm. Rodgers plays. So yeah, I think this is a, a fairly easy one. I'd like Green Bay to win the division. I like him to go over 10 and a half wins. Uh, really, uh, with uh, I'm not even second guessing myself on this one. All right. I think uh, I'm sticking with 10, 10 and 7, enough to win the division. Harry, you, you have your doubts about Aaron Rodgers taking the field, but still like them over 10 and a half. Yeah, and also, Darren, another guy who can play in that field, it's, it's uh, Eli Manning, too. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. He does pretty good there, too. But anyways, yeah, I'm going to go over 10 and a half. Uh, I think this line's a little fishy, though. I like it, but I don't love it. Uh, 13 wins the last two seasons for Green Bay, and now we're at 10 and a half. Aaron Rodgers back, a fifth best offense last year. Uh, he gets to do whatever he wants. It seems like man he, he said to management he wanted uh, Randall Cobb. They went out and got him for him. They re-signed Aaron Jones. Uh, he had 11 That's touchdowns. That's all he wanted all this time was Randall Cobb. Uh, well, he wanted well, so he, like they could have figured that out in March. Well, yeah, yeah. but also, um, fantasy-wise, I think tight end Robert Tanyan is a sleeper here. He had 11 <laughs> touchdowns last year. Sal, you mentioned Zadarius Smith, 26 sacks last two seasons combined. But aside from their two, you know, you get two of the games with Detroit and they get Cincinnati. I don't think their, ske their schedule is kind of difficult. I think they wind up at 11 and six and they barely get over the 10 and a half here. All right, brother. Bry, you've pinpointed it. You found something fun. Brother Bry is right. Researching to the wee hours of the morning, three, 4 a.m. <laughs> and he found something on FanDuel that maybe we should all uh, take a look at. Well, they did. Yeah. FanDuel did this thing where they have like bands of wins now. Right. So they do like one to five wins, six, you know, like uh, six to 11, then like 12 to 17. So, yeah, yeah I was looking at Green Bay. Um, you know, I like the over here, but, um, I don't know, you know, definitely odds wise. I don't know if I like that as much, but so I was looking at adjusted lines over 11 and a half is plus 160, but basically the same type of bet, right? They have a band where it's 12 to 17 wins. So it's basically the same bet at plus 170, um, which I, which I like, I mean, you guys already said, you know, regardless, um, whether or not uh, Matt LaFleur botched that Tampa game last year with the field goal, mm. which he did. I mean, he has been a good regular season coach going 13 and three. Um, so obviously works well with Rodgers. You know, Jones, Jones Dillon is a nice one, two punch. Their offensive line should still be very good, even though they've lost a few guys. Um, if this division was better, I would maybe think of the under, but it still remains pretty awful. The Packers are 11, like, like you said, South Packers are 11 and one the last two seasons within the division defensively they're very good in the back end um especially if if Stokes from Georgia pans out if Gary becomes a better pass you know becomes the pass rusher they had hoped that's also going to help they'll be favored I'm looking at their schedule while it is you know I think we'll talk about this more I think every you know all of these division games or this division's schedule is pretty tough uh but they were they, they go against NFC West yeah, right but they will yeah. be favored um 
looking at their schedule, they're going to be favored in all every game except three, I think, this year. Right. So, um, you know, you could say at San Francisco, at Kansas City, at, at, Kansas at, City Bal- for sure. at Baltimore, right? Those are yeah. the three. And Minnesota will be small. Maybe, yeah, those lines will be Minnesota. small, but I'm still banking yeah. on them being uh, favored. You know, and it, and who knows? Maybe week three, two, Green Bay could still be favored in San Francisco. It just depends how that pans out. You know, they get Bakhtari back too, right? I and mean, yeah. a lot of people. I mean, that that that's another reason maybe you know, Aaron Rodgers won MVP. It's like you lose your tackle, especially as good as him. You're like, oh, that season's gonna fall apart. And I feel like they got better. Yep. It was a weird. He just like learned how to throw the ball. Yeah, just, I, just with his release. It's weird. He's just. It's like, yeah, so I don't necessarily. It's funny. Their weapons, like, you always feel like they don't have enough, but then it also feels like they have a lot. And I do think yeah. Rodgers could, you know, uh, Rodgers from Clemson could be pretty good for them if he sees the field ever. But you know, one mm. less one than last year. One extra game. Uh, still gets you plus 170. So I like it. I think even last year, Sal, you and I mentioned, we liked the over over 12 and a half last year. I think we talked about it, it was like seven to one last year for them. Uh, yeah. Funny, people were down on them last year. But uh, yeah, I like it at plus 170. They paid their guys. They gave Aaron Jones four, uh, $48 million for four years. He has 30 touchdowns in two seasons. Adams, 18 touchdowns last year. Insane. 115 receptions. The only, no one's had, I think, 18 and and with a hundred receptions in the history of the game. So that offense is still there. I don't know why I still think 10 and a half is a bit, but I just have a 10 and seven. I go through every game, Harry. I don't just uh, yeah. come up with a number, grab it from the air. There it is. There's my schedule 10 and seven. Let's move on to the bears. I bet if you asked a lot of people, like average football fans, if the bears made the playoffs last year, I bet a lot of them would say no. Right. They made the playoffs. They, not only did right. they make the playoffs, it really should have beaten the Saints. I had the Bears. I had a lot on the Bears. Plus, I don't know what was it, Brian? Nine, eight and a half. It was eight something. and a half, right? Eight and a uh, half, somewhere in there. They lost. Yeah, they lost twenty-one nine. There was a drop pass in the end zone, right? And then, yeah. oh man, the Saints were dying to give that game away. They were at least dying to give the cover away. And then the Bears did the Bears. And there you go. They're over under a seven and a half. The over is even to make the yeah. playoffs. The the yes is plus two hundred. The no is minus 150. Matt Nagy starts off 12 and four, then 16 and 16 in the last two years. I don't know what to make of a lot of these guys. They were five and one, then three and seven over the last 10, the rest of the year. They've lost nine out of 10 to Green Bay. All right, that's got to end. Their offense, 22nd under Bill Lazar. You know, they're 20th or worse on offense in all three of Nagy's years. That's, That's terrible. They're the only team in history. To not have a quarterback pass for 4,000 yards. That's cr- only team in history. That's crazy. I mean, I, it, crazy. it's not happening in 1939. How's that possible? Wow. For God's yeah. sakes, the last 20 years, you couldn't get anyone to throw for 4K, even as a bad team playing from behind. Um, Jeez. They get Justin Fields, Andy Dalton. There was a pluses. They lose Trubisky, Cordell Patterson on offense. Somehow Montgomery was third in the NFL over the last six weeks, averaging 100 yards a game. Allen Robinson, they slapped the franchise tag on him. Uh, He's one of five with 100 catches and 1,200 yards last year. Defense, that's what keeps him alive, right? 14th. Scott to say this is the first year for him, right? Chuck Pagano's gone. He was a safety coach to say uh, for the Bears. They get Trufant. They lose Kyle Fuller. You know, Mac, I don't know, Bri. That trade with the Raiders. Do we want to say the bum. Bears killed them? I don't know. <laughs> I, I I also think he gets like double and triple team, but last year he should have stepped it up. And he had eight and a half sacks and nine sacks, both regressions 
uh, last two years, both from from three years ago. Roquan Smith is kind of the star there, right? 18 tackles mm-hmm. for losses. Uh, Robert Quinn, a disappointment. They gave him $70 million, and he only had two sacks. I'm looking at their schedule. They're over under a seven and a half. I have it very close. I have them going eight and nine yep. and missing the playoffs. And uh, that's where I stand on the Bears. Brother Bry, you have them under seven and a half. Also. Yeah. Oh, I have them. I guess I have them over. Is that what I yeah, said? Yeah, you have over. You, you got, oh, they missed the playoffs. Yeah, it's right. funny. Bry, you have them over. Yeah, because yeah. it's funny. You were mentioning Rokon Smith and Khalil Mack, right? Like, so I think actually both of them, I think Rokon Smith still didn't even really have a good year, you know, in terms yeah. of meeting expectations. Yeah, Mack definitely didn't really meet expectations. I know sometimes it's frustrating, you know, Mack could be on the field for one play and then sit for four plays. I think especially when when Akeem Hicks went out for like a game and a half last year, and then he was a little bit hurt for the rest of the season, they they struggled, you know, with, with his injury. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to take the over here. I really did. And I told you guys over originally, um, I love Fields, um, but I looked at the schedule. I, I, I was just like banking on, all right, I'm, I'm going over with this team. And then you look at the schedule and I'm like, even if they start the season three and two, right? So they're at Rams, home against Bengals, at Cleveland, home against Detroit, then at Raiders. So they have to start, they have to beat the Raiders. But then after mm-hmm. that, you have Green Bay, Tampa, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Um, it's such a bad stretch. I, it's those five such games a, from such a bad October stretch, and that's if you start yeah. three and two. You could start, you know, if you lose to the Raiders, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you lose to the Raiders, you're automatically going under. If you lose to the Bengals, you're automatically going under. Um, mm-hmm. because then even again, even if they're three and three in the division, what are their wins? I'm looking at giants, Bengals, maybe Raiders, Cardinals. I get to seven. I still struggle with that, that other tough stretch that they have. And I, yeah. I'm thinking Dalton starts, Dalton's probably going to start what the first three weeks and then fields comes in home against Detroit. Right. I, I, I would think something like that home against Detroit at Vegas. That would be, that sounds right. Something good, like that. Good stretch for him. And I want to root for him. I want to root for him. Um, yeah. I but, mean, they traded up, but they trade up nine spots. I mean, it's, it's interesting to see like the Packers may have Justin Fields is great. They may have screwed themselves by not locking down uh, Aaron Rodgers earlier. Right. If you think that Denver might've taken fields, had they known they weren't going to get Rodgers. If you're of that belief, then yeah, that's what's going on right now. Um, so it remains to be seen. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, they're still paying Nick Foles, which is a problem. <laughs> I'm looking at this. I don't know what else, you know? Yeah. Before they're by Brian, that's the bad stretch at Tampa Bay, San Francisco and at Pittsburgh. All right, Harry, which way are you going with this? Over or under? What the you like the under, right? Yeah, this is tough too. I think they land exactly on seven. Uh, Dalton and Fields. I know Brian's high on Fields. I'm not so high on him. I don't. I know he had a touchdown rushing and receive and and passing last week, but uh, I still I don't think he's going to be able to do it in real games that well. They were 25th in offense last year. Poor Allen Robinson. He's a great wide receiver, but he's had just Bears and Jacksonville quarterbacks in his career. Sal, you mentioned the defense is good. Just 17th in sacks last year, had just 10 picks as a team. I think they were fortunate last year to make the playoffs, won six of eight games by seven or less. And you guys mentioned the schedule, their road game. They better win their easy home games because their road games, they're at the Rams, at Cleveland, at Tampa, at Seattle, and Green Bay. That is a rough run right there. I'm going to go Bears wind up with seven here. All right. Yeah, I have them, uh, you know, I have them winning the Thanksgiving game at Detroit and then going two and four. 
down the stretch, which would be typical Bears, right? Yeah. Uh, the rest of the way. Parlay Kid, I think you're with me taking them over. Yeah, I don't know how so much, this is probably one of the toughest ones we have to make a pick on. Yeah. Uh, I think you make a great point. I'm really just looking back through, like, as you brought it up, like, who's the best Bears quarterback of all time? And it's, I mean, Tr- well, it was, Cut- it was kind of Cutler. In, I mean, in you, I was going to say, right? you might be looking at Jay Cutler as like the yeah. best Bears quarterback of all time in terms of stat stats. I mean, I guess Bears fans would argue uh, McMahon or or somebody yeah, I don't to know. that the, nature. The Sid Glickman years. I was. I mean, Glickman I'm, I'm, I'm always partial to Bob Avellini. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> New Hyde Park kid, by the way, Bob Avellini. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's unbelievable, which means. Honestly, like within five years from now, Justin Fields will be the greatest Bears quarterback of all time, uh, regardless of what Harry says. He's uh, super talented mm. and he's going to be, he really should be their starter right now. No offense to Andy Dalton, but uh, there's no need to start Andy Dalton. Justin Fields should be the man. David Montgomery really came on uh, at the end of last year. Uh, and like you're saying, like you, you basically just said, so they've been, it seems like their last two years have been kind of dismal. But they're 16 and 16, right? That's yeah. kind of what our Cowboys have been really for the, like the last right. two years. So I, I don't think somehow or another they do find ways to win games. Uh, and I think once Fields kind of takes control, I think they're going to surprise some people. They might steal a game or two uh, during that tough stretch. Uh, Robinson's a solid receiver. Uh, Mooney uh, showed some flashes last year. I think he's even better now. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen enough of Jimmy Graham at tight end. Hopefully Cole Komet is, uh, becomes their number one weapon there. Uh, and I, I think they're going to be okay. I think they just get to eight like what, like they always seem to do. And, uh, yep. you know, their defense is going to play pretty well throughout the year, even though Camille Mack to me has been really nothing but a bust in Chicago for, for what, you know, they gave up for him and what was expected out of him. I know you could yeah. say he's getting double, triple teamed. After a while, you know, no more excuses. You know, you got to, you got to. Yeah, I don't it, think uh, since yeah, Robert Quinn came in, he wasn't really getting double team, triple team. So, uh, yeah, last year was the year to, I don't know, it's such a weird squad. It really is. So both of us like them over, but not enough to make them. I see nine wins, I think, makes the playoffs, gets one playoff spot, I think. But I don't know if I'm not biting on the plus 200. I think they mm. get eight. <laughs> Probably kid, you think they get eight over I'm, seven and I'm a half saying apparently. eight, Sal. They're going to, they're going to squeak by that seven and a half. Right. They get to eight. Uh, man, I'd be shocked if they won more than eight games. Yeah. Be shocked. All right. Minnesota Vikings, another <laughs> mysterious team. Eight and a half. But if you like them to go nine and eight or better, you have to pay a hefty price. Minus 160 is the over. To make the playoffs, that might be a better bet. Minus 106 is a yes. The no is minus 116 on Fandle. Uh, Mike Zimmer's, uh, how many years is this? Barley kid, I don't know. It's, just, it's whatever it is. Uh, I, I would guess double. I, I would. I would guess he's been there twenty years, but I guess it's not the case. Um, started one and five, finished six and four the rest of the way. They're the fourth team in history to have a four thousand yard passer, a fifteen hundred yard rusher, and a fourteen hundred yard receiver. And only one of those teams, yes, the Vikings, Ugh. finished with a losing record. Clint Kubiak is the offensive coordinator. First year, he was the quarterbacks coach last year. They kid, you get the kid Darisaw. The tackle with their first round pick. Kellen Mond, Macy Action. Remember that name? Third round pick. They uh they lose Rudolph, Kyle Rudolph, Riley Reef. They lose him, lineman. 25 points plus offensively average back to back seasons. Um, 
I think Cook and Jefferson had the most, the duo with the most combined yards, 3,300 yards. Thielen third in the league with receiving touchdowns. Let's face it, this is a fantasy dream team. It really is, right? Yeah. You're going to get five, five players on it. I know, I know some guys let you down uh, week to week, but offensively, that they put up the numbers, which is weird why they can't put wins together. Oh. Except that they had a lot of injuries on defense. Danell Hunter, uh, Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks missed 35 games. They went from 19 gate points a game to 30. They get Tomlinson. They get Sheldon Richardson. They lose and uh, Patrick Peterson, Xavier Woods. A lot of additions. Only four returning starters, which is okay for a team uh, that finished 29th defensively. I think Adam Zimmer is one of the defensive coaches two this year. I have them going nine and eight. I have them winning the games they should, uh, losing the games for the most part that they shouldn't, and finishing nine and eight. I think there's a lot of questions about Cousins. I'm not sure what, the, believe me, this is not political, but but when you're not going to get the shot and the protocols are what they are, um, Great point. It, it's tough, right? You could joke about or being serious about building glass around them, but you may see Kellen Mond in there a few times because he doesn't have to test positive. He could just be around someone to test positive, and then he's got to just watch from home the next week or two. So but all that said, I'm still going over, and I'm paying the minus 160 because I think they're 9 and 8. Uh, Harry, you like them over as well. Yeah, I'm going to roll the dice with uh, Kirk Cousins this year. I love it going over 8.5. Two years ago, I called Minnesota, and they had a great season two years ago. Well, you also, took them, last, eight- you also took them last year. Not yeah, really. Not, oh. you know, did I? Yeah, you liked them last year. I? I didn't oh, love you're always year. on the Vikings, Harry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my yes. But, don't, but I'm don't loving over 8.5. I think they... I got the Vikings at 11 this year. I got them at 11. Oh. Uh, you might not get – most people might not know this. Sal, you mentioned all-star offense. Second most yards in football last year and didn't make the playoffs. Cousins, three years with Minnesota. He's plus 20 or more touchdown-to-pick ratio in all three. Dal- Dalvin Cook, almost 2,000 yards. And defensively, that's where they were terrible last year, yes. But they get their probably uh, best – absolutely the best player on defense, Daniel Hunter back. Uh, from his neck injury, didn't play anything la- any games last year. Two seasons before that, 29 total sacks. Love the Vikings over eight and a half and challenging Green Bay for the division. I think they land at 11. Uh, see, now I want to change mine. That's ridiculous. I want to change mine to under. <laughs> 11. <laughs> Parley kid, bring us back to earth. Well, there. look. Going on? Here's one thing. Did I make a mistake dropping Justin Jefferson last year <laughs> in fantasy football after week two? I drafted him in the last round of our draft and then he two subpar games to start the season, and I I just gave up. Well, like it, the, the the way we do it in you know, whatever round you draft him in a snake snake league, you ha- you get you get him back the next year at half that round, and it's right. So in the fourth round, yeah, right. So, so if you I drafted him, him in round sixteen. I could you, use an eighth round pick on him this year. Yeah, you would have to give um, up the, like the seventy fifth pick for a guy who's going in the first. Uh, yeah, like, so know, I guess we can all round. agree that was pretty. That was a chump. Yeah, but he uh, he, he didn't. Have, well, what are you going to do? So, what do you do with these guys that get twenty yards in the first two weeks? I know. Yeah, I know. Doing? And you know, I was zero two. I was trying to shake things up. So whatever. <laughs> that, that's water under the bridge. But uh, here's the thing: I don't. We can all admit we'll we'll watch these Vikings games. And we're cursing them at times because they can't move the ball. I, I I could be wrong, but there are games where I feel like their offense is non-existent. Three or four or five games a year where I'm just going, I don't get this. How can they not be moving the ball? There's one right. reason. Kurt Cousins is an average, at best, 
quarterback. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, he, you know, uh, say whatever you want about the guy. I've just never been a fan of his. I think he's, I think he's just very mediocre. He doesn't run mm-hmm. around in the pocket very well. I feel like, uh, you know, he's got a little grit to his game, but man, this team underperforms, and I think it's Kirk Cousins. I just don't see this guy winning eleven to twelve games. You got Jefferson, you got Thielen, you got Cook. That's that's great. It's great on paper, and you look at their final numbers, and they're fantastic. But this team's—they're going to go under eight and a half here at plus one thirty-five. I like the plus here. I like that. I like those odds for a team that uh, there's just too many games where they underwhelm. We could say their defense was terrible last year. I don't think they're getting. Uh, you know, they've got a couple players back, but nothing to me that is. I think this team is actually trending away. Yeah. They're going, I think they're trending downwards. Um, I think the chemistry to, on their team, too, is a little suspect. Yeah. A little suspect. Can, can I add something, Darren? Can I add one bit here? Just letting you know, while he's been in Minnesota, Kirk Cousins has 91 touchdowns. And 19 picks. Just throwing that out there. But I'm looking. I'm looking at the numbers here, and they so they scored 34. They lose week one to Green Bay, 43-34. Like that. The fourth that, round that, pick too. All right. Well, but he's going to get paid by like. All right. Like here a goes Harry. Guy, he was a right? fourth round pick. Tony Rome was a bum. He was undrafted, free agent. Right. I know. Uh, uh, everything's so. going to be weighted. 37-35, they beat Detroit. 34-20, they're getting their big game scores against these garbage teams. 28 against Carolina. 27 against Jacksonville. I don't know. They lose to the Saints 52-33. I'm looking forward to hearing what Brian has to say because I know we're we're constantly cursing the Vikings. Like, there's too many games where, like, they just don't move the ball. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just because maybe those are games I had money on them or something like that. So I get a little more upset than I should. Yes, Cousins is a guy. I look at his numbers. They're, They're impressive, but... Man. Their defense last year led Cousins, allowed Cousins to put up big numbers. But, Bri, you like them under, but you're being a little scaredy cat here with the, this number. Yeah, I'm checking it out here. I'm going to go, I, yeah, because I know you're taking the over with the minus money. I'm taking the under nine and a half adjusted line with the minus like 150. Um, so, yeah, it it's all goes back to Cousins. I mean, I, th- I, I, mean, I agree. It, it is funny that Cousins, what did you say, Harry? What were his stats? I mean, 91 touchdowns, 19 picks the last three years that can't while be. he's been in Minnesota. That can't be right. He has said more than 19 picks. Um, but yeah, but but Cousins definitely bothers me each, each year. Yeah, let, somebody look that up because that, that, that can't be right. It's got to be wrong. Um, All right, Joel uh, Babyface has a, a stat here. We're going to jump in. Baby. He's got 29 interceptions 29, 29. over the last three years. 29. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I can see yeah. I can see Harry's upset and, you know, I don't want to upset him more. But uh, with Washington, Kirk Cousins was four and 19 against winning teams. Uh, Those teams suck. OK, Harry would take four and 19 in a heartbeat. Harry, all right. All right. Me? So well, well, <laughs> Washington well, good news, Harry, because because it gets worse with the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins is three and 16 against <laughs> winning worse. teams as a starter. Yeah, I know, but he's got one playoff win. That's that. He's got one less than Tony Romo. <laughs> Here we go. Harry. Here we go. Honestly, a guy that you pound. He's got, and you, he's got you, one you less say, than Tony Romo. And you don't That's say anything good about Tony Romo. So where is all this praise coming from? Get out of here. Harry. Maybe he'll make the U.S. Open one day. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I, qualify I, 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 I mean, I think, yeah, I think this is, uh, I mean, I would lean towards the eight and nine team, maybe nine and eight. 
Defensively, they were awful last year, but they do get a bunch of the players back. I do, I do know some guys yeah. either opted out or the injuries. And Hunter not playing. Uh, still don't know their pass rush might not be very good, but they're crucial games, right? Right away, right? This this is the, their season, right? Right away. Gotta win, right? Road games, Cincinnati, Arizona, and Carolina. So those are like three, their first three road games of the season in the first six weeks. You got to win those games because you're home against Seattle, home against... Cleveland, then you then you have the tough stretch. Then you know, yep. then they have Dallas, Baltimore, Dallas, Baltimore, Chargers, Chargers Green Bay, losses, San Francisco. And, then, Bay. and yep. then you start you yep. still have Rams. You're still gonna have Green Bay twice. You know, so I I think this is what you know, obviously I think they go, this seems like a three and three in the division type of team as well. Yep. So again, not necessarily uh confident in the under eight and a half, but I'm pretty confident in that under nine and a half. And the O line is hurting a little bit going into yeah. this thing. So yeah. I don't know. I, I I I have it over slightly over. I don't trust Cousins. I don't even if you get the healthy full Kirk Cousins. I don't trust him, and and I don't even trust that you're going to get that uh, the way this series this season and the protocols are shaking out. All right, let's move on to the Lions, who are in worse shape uh, than anybody going in. I mean, they are a joke. Five is the over under. The over is even. I think we're all going under. Bry, you haven't adjusted under. To make the playoffs, the yes is plus 620. The no is minus 1,000. By all accounts, this Dan Campbell is a little bit of a stooge who replaces <laughs> another stooge, Matt Patricia. Um, they lost three straight. You know, the last three straight seasons, they, they, they lost. Uh, they were in fourth place. They got Goff. I don't know if that's the answer. They haven't won a playoff game in Harry. Uh, well, they should have beat Dallas. They got screwed in that game. But <laughs> they probably it. haven't won a playoff game since 2000. A nine? 2009, really. 1991 was the last play. Eric Kramer, wow. beat. Yeah. I think they beat the Cowboys. They I did believe. beat Dallas. Beat the Cowboys, right? Steve I think Berline. Was it like, Feed Aikman? Was it, it wasn't eight. Was it 41 I think Berline back that game. Well, something like that? For the Cowboys. I think they killed them, right? Look that up, babyface Joel Solomon. Uh, they have the third toughest schedule. Hey, Anthony Lynn is back. Offensive coordinator now for this team. Uh, I mentioned they get Goff, they get Jamal Williams, they lose Stafford, Galladay, Marvin Jones. They actually lost six of their seven wide receivers to free agency. They need to replace five offensive starters. Third worst in rushing. Um, you know, Goff has 55 giveaways in three years. And that's that's what the, I mean, he's going to have more with the this Lions team. He just is. Then play from behind. Hawkinson this is a bright spot offensively third in the, Tight end department with 723. A rookie tight end, it must be. Aaron Glenn, that's the Dex Jet, right? He's a defensive coordinator. It's got to be him. Um, Saints defensive back coach last year. Yeah, they get Brockers. They get Quentin Dunbar. (coughs) They lose Gerard Davis. uh, Trufant on the defensive. Right, You know, I don't love passer rating, but the very worst passer rating in the league uh, defensively, 112.4. I don't like this team. I try to find wins for them. I know everybody's killing them. I can't do it. I found, th- I even have them beating San Francisco in the opening game. And I have them beating Cincinnati and I have them beating Arizona and I have them losing every other game out there. Three and 14 Detroit Lions. Brother Bry, you have something. These other guys have the Lions also under, but you found something even better, I think. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, do the adjusted line of, under three and a half at plus 200. You could also convince me I could very easily take the 
Lions to have the worst record in football. Uh, really tough spot for Dan Campbell, no matter how many uh, kneecaps, right, they they bite off this year. But right <laughs> out of the gate, right? I mean, I think they're 0-5. San Francisco at Green Bay, Baltimore at Chicago at Minnesota. I think that's 0-5. Yeah. You're, then you're staring at Cincinnati at home. And then after that, it gets just as tough. It's a brutal, brutal. It's bad. They play the NFC West. There's no break. Brutal there, schedule. The one, the one good thing about this roster probably is their offensive line. Uh, getting mm-hmm. uh, Um They also have the other tackle. That's that's pretty good. So that could set them up for the future, which could be good with a few more picks. But the rest of their roster stinks. Never like Goff. Even with offensive, you know, even with McVay, he stunk. Um, I don't know if they have the running back. You know, I, I do like Swift, but I don't know if they have the running back to take that, you know, to get that heavy workload to help him out. Who is on this defense uh, it's pretty terrible. So I, I think this is a team going to be looking for a top pick uh, to draft the top quarterback. Um, so I, I think this this becomes really bad out of the gate and then just tank season the rest of the way. I, yeah. For as much as I know Dan Campbell, obviously coaches don't want to tank, but I think that's going to become uh, a realistic possibility for them. And then so under three and a half, I, I again, I know you. Pretty you good. give them San Francisco and still only winning three games. So yeah, and I I don't have them winning until I, I don't even know. I, I don't. You want a defensive name? Romeo Aquara has uh, had ten sacks, career high ten yeah. sacks last year. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to. You know, I really wanted to go against the grain. How about if you're Anthony Lynn, right? Sunny <laughs> California, playing. You know, you're coaching a team. It's about to be very good. I think Justin Herbert, quarterback for the future. Could be a top five quarterback in the next few years. Who knows if it shakes out right? Then you got to go to Detroit, take care of this offense. And the, and like you said, Bry, the one shining spot is Penny Sewell. You know, could build on something there. Maybe they're good in like four or five years. But uh, I'm with you, obviously, on the under. Uh, Parley Kid also under. Yeah, so I'm going to actually uh, switch it up a little bit. I'm going to take the adjusted under under four and a half at plus one twenty. I don't think mm. you could go wrong here either if you to look at their exact win totals of three wins at plus 480, four wins at plus 485, at plus 500, wow. uh, somewhere in there. Uh, I think you could win money uh, by taking those as well. Uh, yeah, I think Brian makes a great point about even considering them to have the worst record in the NFL. Uh, they are very uninspiring. Uh, to just think that you know a couple of years ago, uh, we were all pretty high on Goff, at least I was. I thought that he was emerging, yeah. but after seeing him last year and now going to a team with less weapons uh, than he had with mm-hmm. the Rams, uh, oof, I just don't see him performing very well there. Maybe, maybe they'll prove us wrong, but uh, yeah, Dan Campbell uh, is off to uh, kind of an inauspicious start there uh, with the Lions, uh, with some of the things that... Uh, He's, he has said he's definitely a little unorthodox uh, in his uh, own right. But, yeah, I just there's not one player on this team, Sal, that you can really get too excited about. Maybe maybe the Lions fans could convince me otherwise, but they just seem like a team that's destined to go under. Uh, I think they're in a, 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 a long-term rebuild here. And uh, they just, I'll go under the adjusted four and a half at plus 120. All right, Harry, like me, you're playing at safe fish, going under five. Um, what does that get you? Even? Minus 120, right? Minus 120, yeah. You know, obviously, we've stated here, major drop-off losing Stafford. 
for golf. They were 30th rushing the ball last year, 30th in pass defense, uh, uh, in total defense, 32nd. And they've lost, look, I mean, again, what weapons does golf have? Oh. I mean, Marvin Jones, for wide receivers, Marvin Jones, Marvin Hall, Danny Amendola, and Kelly Galladay are all gone. They had 16 wide receiving touchdowns last year, 13 by those four guys. That's wiped out. Who's going to be scoring for this team? I don't know. So under five, yeah, for the Lions. Yeah, there you go. I'm with you. Here's something even more depressing. They play zero quarterbacks in the bottom 20%. Wow. <laughs> they don't get a that's, break. That's a tough one. That's a tough I guess one. Their break, their break is, um, well, I don't know. I guess if Jimmy G sucks, that's their break week one. That's the only way to look at it. All right, division winners. I have the Packers winning again. I don't think they run away with it necessarily. I have them having one one more win than the Vikings, 10 and 7. I probably went a little low with that. I only gave them a 4 and 2 record in the division, only 4 and 2 because like I said, what are they? Um 11 and 1. Now I can't do the 11. math. 11 and 1 11. in the last 2 years in the NFC North. Uh who else? Parley kid, you have Green Bay as well. Green Bay as well. So I think they get to at least 11 wins here and uh they win this division running away. All right. And Bri, you're with us. With yep. Bay. I got, I got under, I got, uh, I mean, I got the green Bay. I have all the other teams under, so I have green Bay winning this, you know, by a couple of games here. Yeah. That's easy. Easy way to figure it out. All right, Harry, you're living and dying with, uh, you like that. And Kirk cousins. Yeah. Plus plus two fifty Vikings for the division. I've got green Bay and Minnesota, both with 11 wins. Um, yeah, I mentioned, uh, Daniil Hunter returns going to be big on defense. Harrison Smith still, uh, is a great secondary player and he had still a very good season last year and I'm banking everything on cousins to play, uh, to play every game and be productive. And I think this, I think the Vikings go five and one in the division Mm. and they tie green Bay for the, uh, for the North and they win by tiebreaker. All right. I mean, babyface, what do you think of this? He's all over the Vikings here. I don't like it. I mean, the Packers are running away with this division like Parlay Kid ran away from Mario at your birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys all get a, a text message from Mario today? Yeah, I did. Yeah. With that TikTok yeah. video from right. Mario. Yeah. Mario's my uh, I lasted tiny, about um, eight. I lasted about eight seconds. Wow. You didn't like should it? have him come right. on here and make some picks one day, Sal. That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying the Vikings aren't going to be close, but the Packers are running away with this division like Harry runs away from sensible bets. <laughs> All right, Joel. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> wait. Wait, better. 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 You got to have Mario come on do some sports comedy, Sal. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Mario, that, Mario that wrote that second one. Like, oh, really good. bad. Mario really, Rose, uh, Kirk Cousins. Really bad. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. I like that. I like that. All right, Harry, give us your prop. You're all in on the Vikings. I mean, I really hate this. I, it's, I feel like you don't watch the news or anything. Like Cousins, I, I, listen, I, don't I know think what he's going to play is. every game. Yeah, I know what the deal is, but also, listen, Kirk Cousins over 4,050 and a half yards at minus 112 is my prop for the NFC North. <laughs> I played in all 16 games last year, had almost 4,400 uh, yards. I know, uh, 68% completion percentage, and that was without Stephon Diggs, but Justin Jefferson filled in really good had a great rookie season he doesn't have digs again um yeah. yeah right but he's got Thielen, who had almost a thousand yards last year uh dalvin cook's an excellent receiver on the backfield 44 catches uh added dd westbrook maybe he can do a little <laughs> oh, something to on. this minnesota offense and and five of the last six years cousins has played in 
every single game except for one. And he's I'm not saying he's going to turn his ankle. I'm saying he's a freaking virus. Will someone explain this virus? I understand that, but I'm still. (laughs) I say he's going to play in every game again. Five of the last six years, he's gone for over 4,050 yards, and he's missed just one game in six years. I understand the virus situation, but I'm banking on Cousins playing. I guess the thing is. Sal, I mean, if Harry can avoid the virus, you want me to take guess, Green Bay? Like you Cousins guys, screw can. that. That's boring. Well, you it's know, boring, but we have. I, I, all right, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Can, can I just I say one say other thing about Cousins? Ahead, and again, Paul, his numbers are, are pretty good. But is there another quarterback that gets yelled at by his receivers more than Kirk Cousins? No, no. Not at all. Well, that was that was also Diggs two years ago. Plus, Diggs did that plenty to him. Well, and look Dillon how happy did. he is since he left Minnesota. And Diggs, Diggs ended and, up being you know, pretty good. Thielen, Thielen exactly. is always pissed yeah, off. Exactly. Jefferson was even pissed off last year. It says something about right. the guy. There's Early a, there's a on, chemistry Jefferson issue won. with that team. There's a chemistry issue. Hey, guess what, Darren? Kirk Cousins. Let's do this. Kirk Cousins. What's going on? What's <laughs> does, what is that? Does he say let's do this? What what, what was it? Let's do this, right? What oh my it? god. Oh my god. Uh, when he was a no, he didn't say that. He that wasn't his thing. Cousin he said something <laughs> he else. He doesn't right? say let's do that's this. That's gotta be Harry's that's gotta be Harry's tagline now. It's, let's do this. <laughs> How you you like that? That's his thing. Is that like that? No, yeah. Right. Let, right. Let's do this. It's your favorite yeah. player. You should at least know his uh, catchphrase. All right. I, I'm gonna bring this back to reality here. Uh, Devontae <laughs> Adams, most touchdown receptions at 18 last year. He had five in 2019, but 13 in 2018. Whenever he's around 1,300 or 1,400 yards, he's right up there with double-digit touchdowns. Uh, I love him. If he, I mean, obviously, if he puts up 18 again, he's right in there. Those plus 850 odds are uh, ridiculous. I also think he catches easy touchdowns. He catches the two-yard touchdowns where he's, yes. you know, he barely puts the uh, ball over the white, you know, Paulie King. Right he's not, yep. not going, not going for the the pylon necessarily, but just like reaching for the goal line and, and it goes in. It's like four, like easy gimmies right there for uh, touchdowns, four to six of those. I like him for most touchdown receptions, plus 850. Paulie kid, you like him also uh, in the receiving yard category. Yeah, let's take a most ones. yards this, uh, this year. So 13 to one, do you know which, Receiver led the league last year in yards per game, Devontae Adams. Was it Adams? Uh, he he Adams. wasn't the first because he did miss two games, but he averaged 98.1 yards per game. He's still by far and away Aaron Rodgers' favorite receiver, right? There's really, there's like Devontae Adams, and then there's like a gap, and then there's like four or five other guys that he, he'll throw yeah. the ball to. But Adams is by far and away the number one receiver on their team. They have great chemistry. Like I said, he mm-hmm. led the league in yards per game last year. Uh, if he plays a full complement of games this year, I think he gets us at 13 to 1. I love it. Yeah. I think the odds are high because he goes against decent defenses this year. He goes against Jamal Adams and other Adams for Seattle. He goes against, you know, the Rams defense, but I still like it. I think he could beat up on a, enough teams to get to. You know, 16 touchdowns, 1,450 yards right in there. All right, Brother Bry, take it. Yeah, this this makes sense. But, Hit us with it. By the way, Parley Kid, uh, it's a weird hotel room he's in. He's got a fireplace, but terrible Wi-Fi and acoustics. Um, it's just a really, <laughs> really 
really weird. You're right. right now. <laughs> um, Put the computer in the fireplace. <laughs> but I'm going to go. Uh, I, I really like, I, I do like this one a lot. I'm going to go Jared Goff, most interceptions at 12 to 1. So what do you need from a quarterback to hit this, right? You either need an old veteran that you'll just never replace or a team that has no second option. So when you look at the lines, they have no second option at quarterback. Uh, we've seen how bad in the past the lines have been with their backups in. So, But if mm -hmm. Goff stinks, so what? Uh, they're likely in the market for the top pick next year, right? The top QB in the draft, if that's Rattler or whoever it is. Um, so who cares? Uh, again, obviously Dan Campbell cares, but who cares as a as a Lions fan, if you start off really poorly, who cares? Uh, but that being said, got 41 interceptions over the last three seasons. That's with Sean McVay. Um, if, I guess the only thing, if you have any worries, um, it's his accuracy. And, you know, he, he may just so badly overthrow defenders that he, he misses right. some interceptions. But uh, I think this is another one. You know, if he's playing... 17 games he could easily have 17 to 20 interceptions that's for sure yeah you're right i don't see he's not the type of guy that they're gonna bench because uh what the hell do they care if right. anyone's gonna tank it's uh yeah it's who, the lions who they, they there was talk about him not even starting anyway so um harry how much will you give me how many yards will you give me kirk cousins over kellen mon and jake browning uh browning stinks um <laughs> he was terrible on uh on saturday uh, I'll give yeah. you whatever you want. Okay. Uh, I want six thousand. I want six. Oh, okay. How many? How many games do you say Cousins? <laughs> how many? How many games do you think Cousins play? Cousins plays. How many do you think? I don't know. How many? You? I know you say he I doesn't think he plays any. sixteen. Okay. So give me, give me all of the yards then. Give me what? What is he supposed to have? Didn't you go over? What did you 4, say? Four thousand fifty-one yards gets a win. Okay. So give me, uh, give me four thousand yards. I mean, you obviously think he's going to have 4,300 or an air or 5,000. Sure, yeah. Okay. And Four, I also think 4, he plays 16 yards. games. All right. And we'll go $10,000. He's going to be, he put his neck out on the line. He's going to be there. <laughs> All right. I agree. He's going to be there. All right. Let's do this now. Oh, boxing. We got Freddie Roach. Is that everything for the NFC North? We hit it all, right? Yes, sir. Yes, we did. Yeah. We got it all. There you go. We're split between. Green Bay and Harry has Minnesota. Not really split. 75% of us going Green Bay. Harry's going Minnesota. And you should be going to this Manny Pacquiao fight. Returns to the ring this Saturday for the first time in two years. FanDuel Sportsbook giving new customers exclusive 30 to 1 odds on either fighter to win. Pacquiao, your Dennis Ugas. Yes, that's right. Now's the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot. Because you can win $150 on a $5 bet, 30 to 1. Take Pacquiao. He's minus 430, for God's sakes. FanDuel always hooking you up with exclusive odds boosts, great promotions, and so much more. And that's why they're America's number one sports book. Don't miss out on your chance to win $150 on $5 when Pacquiao returns to the ring against Ugas. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code against all odds to get in on the action. That's promo code against all odds. And let's bring them on right now. All right, our guest today has trained some of the most iconic fighters in boxing history, Mike Tyson, Oscar De La Hoya, Tyson Fury, Manny Pacquiao, who returns to the ring this Saturday night in Vegas to take on WBA welterweight champion Jordanis Ugas on pay-per-view. He's a member of the International Boxing Hall of Fame and probably the most trustworthy Freddie I know. The great Freddie Roach is here. What's happening, Freddie? No, my just finished running around me, and uh, it's... Uh... Nice to be in Vegas, a little bit hot. 
Yeah, yeah, it's always hot there. That's the damn thing about making these fights in the middle of August. I know you're busy. I thank you for being here. Now, this is, um, I feel like a lot of this falls on you because as of uh, two weeks ago, Manny was supposed to fight Errol Spence Jr. And he had a pullout from an eye injury. And uh, I know you were disappointed. And now he's got this replacement. And now you have 12 days to prepare. So how do you do it in 12 days? I feel like the trainer now has more, more burden to bear here now in 12 days. You watching more, you like trying to sneak in tape or, or you have to change sparring partners. Take us through the process of a, a last minute switch up. Yeah, like the, the first thing we do is change uh, sparring partners. And uh, we, we brought three new guys in and uh, it worked really well. It, we, it, it didn't take us long. I mean, we fought a lot of lefties. We fought a lot of righties in our, in our past. And, you know, the switch isn't that drastic. It's uh, you know we we've we fought many right-handed fighters and many left-handed fighters along the way. So uh, you know uh, this guy is uh, you know he's Cuban. He's uh, uh, you know most guys that come from Cuba for your fighters. He has a pretty big overhand right. He's got a good power shot with that, and uh, sometimes he throws it so hard that he falls over. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And I said, uh, Manny's not going to get hit with that once in this fight. <laughs> he, he starts from a little bit too far away, and uh, uh, he's a little bit of slow, slow foot, and Manny's foot speed should really overwhelm him. That's what you're there. Yeah, I mean, that that's what I was looking at. I mean, you know better than I do, breaking it down. Now, what about this Errol Spence? He claims as a, uh, a retina injury. You're on record saying he's a scaredy cat. Oh, no, I made that up. I made that up. <laughs> it's okay. You know, the, the thing is, like a week before the, uh, this happened, I said, you know, I don't think this this, this uh, car accident thing is over yet, you know, because mm -hmm. I thought, like, maybe he might fold in, in the fight under the pressure of, of Pacquiao and so forth. And, you know, he was in a very bad car accident. He's probably mm -hmm. lucky to be alive. I mean, right. never mind fighting. And, uh, you know, um, again, I, I didn't think it was over yet. And, uh, well, did, did this retina injury come during spine? Or did it come in the accident? Or did they something miss? Or whatever it may be. But the thing is, we do want to fight him again. We do want to fight him still. And if he does come back, I'll... Yeah, well, it seems like it, it, should, it should happen. I do. Were you surprised that Manny wanted to come back? He's now 42. <clears throat> he won that fight against Keith Thurman two years ago, and that kind of revitalized his career. But were you uh, were you all in on uh, Manny coming back or at 42? Or are you like, oh, boy, this is uh, now an uphill climb? No, I was all in on him coming back. You know, he sends me tapes of his uh, work, workouts all the time and has me analyzing and uh, he trains hard every day. His work ethic is still really, really great. Somebody asked him, what's the difference between his first fight and this fight? I says, nothing. I said, he is unbelievable. He's just a great athlete and his work ethic, he pushes every day. I mean, he trains hard every day. I've seen one of those training sessions and it was like three hours of, uh, uh, of cardio and just insane sit-ups and just hanging off bars and everything before he even got in the ring. 
and then he'd do like an hour and a half of that. Like, uh, I, I can't believe what you guys go through. Um, you've seen, I, I just wanted to ask you this. Like you, let's say I have a VHS tape of one fight and you're locked in a room for 10 hours and you can only watch this one fight yeah. over and over. It's one fight. Doesn't even have to be anyone you managed. Who is on the, it's, it's Logan Paul against two. No, who, who which <laughs> fight would you pick? Um, hmm. You know, um, there's always a lot of great fights out there. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, like Ali Frazier won. You know, Ali Frazier one's a great one. I mean, What's great the one we like, guys? We like Castillo uh, Corrales, right? The first one. Oh yeah, the first one was that was so my damn good. favorite fight. That, that that that's a great fight, and the thing is. That was really competitive, and I I really tended sway towards the smaller weight class guys because I think mm -hmm. they're better fighters <laughs> than, yeah. than, than than the bigger guys. I mean, the heavyweights are make a lot more mistakes, and um, you know the the small guys are faster, right. the combinations together better, and so forth. You know, uh, Pacquiao against Morales. Great fights. Uh, we were right. at that. We were at that one, Sal. Fuck yeah! Right. That's right. Yep. Uh, Freddie was there too. Yeah, this, this is probably not going to happen where I approach you with a VHS tape, but uh, just in case, you know, you want to be, <laughs> want to be ready. All right. So give us a winner here. We're big gamblers here. Uh, Manny's minus four thirty. I know you know the fight game. You have to bet four dollars thirty cents to win a dollar on Manny. That's uh, that's too much. But maybe you could help us. Manning to win on points is plus 120. To win by knockout or TKO is plus 165. I know you have to say your guy's going to knock him out, but give us a little wink, wink. If you I'm betting on Manning knocking this guy in six rounds. Oh, uh, six rounds. Oh, wow. Oh, doesn't. All right. So you like the under as well, right? We're going to start fast. And he's, uh, he's, he's just, uh, you know, He's a good Cuban fighter, yes, but he's not a typical Cuban boxer. He's more of a, a puncher, you know. And uh, I, I just feel mainly his foot speed and hand speed is going to overwhelm him. Uh, All right. He's never seen this guy before. All right, listen, we have to take the advice of the guest. We, we swung and missed on this, Bri, last week with Chelsea Gray. And now Freddie Roach is telling us Manny will win by KO or TKO. At plus 165, Manny Pacquiao or Dennis Dugas on the Fox Sports PBC pay-per-view main event Saturday. Yes, this Saturday, August 21st from T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. Starts at 9 p.m. Eastern. Thanks so much, Freddie, for coming on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Freddie. All right. Good luck. Thanks, Thanks Freddie. All right. We got to listen to him, guys, right? When Freddie Roach, Freddie says knockout, we kind of have to do it. Brother Brian, we're doing Sharp Tank. I'm going to go right to you. We, we, get, we got a free win here. You pointed out that we're not listening to the guests. Well. And uh, we should be. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we're not listening. I mean, I'm not listening. I've said that. Oh, right. Boy, I, I went against. I went against Chelsea Gray's advice. Chelsea Gray. So I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Freddie's advice. Why, why not? I, I, he, he seemed to give out great information. Usually, you know, I wasn't expecting him to say K. I was just expecting him to say a win. But uh, yeah, let's go with our boy Freddie Roach and we can take... Uh, Manny Pacquiao by KO at plus 165. I mean, mm. 
Look, you might say, Manny, I think he only has one KO since 2009. Maybe it's a little worrisome. <laughs> or maybe that Ugas has never been stopped. I mean, maybe that's a little worrisome. But um, <laughs> but I'll believe anything Freddie says. You get plus 165. Right. I think, again, the, the one thing you could say, um, and I think Freddie is right, it's like you, Ugas not your typical fighter. Uh, he's probably going to stand uh -huh. in there and trade. He's not used to fighting a guy with with this power. Uh, I mean, Porter was the best guy he fought and even Porter doesn't have a ton of power. So, um, if he says, man, he's going to start off fast, um, I'll believe him. And, uh, if he does start off fast, I do see uh, him getting a stoppage maybe later in this fight. So at plus plus one sixty five, even though Freddie said six round, right? Um, Freddie said six rounds, four to six is plus six fifty. Seven to nine is plus yeah. five hundred. I'm looking. Yeah, at we could look too. at those, yeah. but uh, I'll play it safe and still just take it at the plus one sixty five. Well, it's not bad because it doesn't make a lot of sense. The the no will it not go the distance is plus one twelve. Sort of a short, you know, not a great odds on Ugas getting a knock. Yeah, he doesn't. Right? Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of power, so I would worry about that. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. All right. Yeah, I'm just looking at all these now. Fre Freddie left us with a bombshell here. Yeah, Ugas <laughs> 12 to 1 to win by KO and TKO. All right. Parley Kid suspended. This is his last um, last uh, session suspended. I, I pray and hope that he learned his lesson. So, Harry, it ends up being you and Brother Bry. What's your uh, Sharp Tank pick? All right. I'm going to do uh, a three-team parlay of preseason football, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday All right, I'm games. going with Pacquiao knockout. There we go. That's good. <laughs> on Tuesday, you went with Brian. team preseason parlay? You went with Brian on Tuesday and the Sun, sun whatever it was, so he took the links. I'm going with URL. Freddie more than Brian. Well, yeah, listen, listen, hear me out here now. Sal, listen, on Friday, I'm going to take the Washington team. They screwed you uh, in the game against the Patriots. I'm going to go against all these three teams that played bad or lost. This past week, I'm taking them this week. So I'm taking Washington on the money line, minus 210 at home versus Cincy. Like I said, lost in New England. They got screwed on that two-point conversion by the refs. Cincy is a six-point dog, upset Tampa Bay, despite quarterbacks having zero touchdowns and two picks. So Washington on Friday, minus 210 over the Bengals. On Saturday, Vikings, minus 145 over the Colts. Colts pulled out a game uh, on Sunday. Meanwhile, Minnesota didn't show anything and getting blown out at home against Denver. Mm. I think Cousins gets in there a little bit. Cook gets in there a little bit. Vikings <laughs> minus 145 to win against the Colts on Saturday. And then on Sunday, my New York Giants plus six at Cleveland. Cleveland won by 10 on the road versus Jacksonville. New York Giants looked very vanilla in their loss to the Jets. They showed oh, nothing on man. offense. Let's get Daniel Jones in there. Barkley get some reps. And I'm taking the Giants. I think they cover the plus six. So it's Washington on Friday minus 210. Saturday, Minnesota minus 145. That's a and on Sunday, the Giants plus six. Wrapped in shit and everything else. <laughs> I just, all right, Brian, I'm going with the pack. 7 2 I'm, Braves, 7 2 Braves. Things are turning around for the H dog. Uh, uh, Freeman has a cycle in that game, I think. Wow, he's going to get over 18%. Hey, I am looking at these preseason lines. I don't really get them. One thing I don't get is the Ravens don't lose. Uh, it's been like six years since they lost a preseason game. And that's a, I know the streak's going to come to an end eventually, but they're only favored by three against Carolina. Meanwhile, you got spreads. Yeah, like the Raiders are favored by six and a half over the Rams. Raiders. The, Giant, the Giants are getting sick. Like, why are these other teams? I guess they already announced that they're not. Uh, the Giants must not be playing Daniel Jones at all, Harry. Right? I don't know. I know it's fun to say he gets in and Barkley gets reps, but what? why should the Browns lay six points to the Giants? Only explanation is 
uh, Mayfield's playing and Jones isn't, right? Nothing? I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, not. I don't know. Spaghetti, have you heard anything about the Giants' preseason plan here? Uh, I don't believe that they're playing Barkley or Down Jones. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's fun to yell about how these guys. But how much? How much would the Browns even be playing Mayfield? Like, for like a series? No, I know. No kidding. You know, like that's the thing. No, I know. So, yeah, it's it's just that you're okay. You're you're maybe getting three points better there. You know, maybe they're a three point favorite, and the fact that the starter is playing the first series or two is worth three points versus a team that. They must have announced the Giants that they're not playing these guys. I mean, I same I, with the Rams. I would roll with Stafford. the Texans no, getting Stafford, four to Stafford's the Cowboys this week. I, I just the Cowboys never win uh, yeah. in the preseason, and the the, the Texans are right. playing to win almost in the pre. They they got their starting possible starting quarterbacks getting a lot of reps. Yeah, where the Cowboys, I mean, what, what are we going to see from them? I it's just. I'm with the parlor kid. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to hear from you during this segment. That's true. That's it. <laughs> that's true. But, uh, I did have a it. thought though, guys. Uh, I had a thought. Yeah. Um, about Harry's uh-huh. obsession with cousins. Is it uh-huh. is it because everybody's married to their cousin in Oswego? <laughs> Where he Listen, I'll, I'll, I'll say this after this episode. Kirk Cousins is my favorite cousin. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's OK. <laughs> These days. <laughs> That's OK. <laughs> and he'll, you know, he'll lose you. 11 money, wins, I'm, Vikings, I'm baby. Money, but I get it. <laughs> I love this. I love it. All right. for uh, Minnesota. What do we got? Parley kid, you're away. You're uh, you're on tour here. You get back. Yeah, I probably screwed up this podcast. <laughs> something fierce with this Wi-Fi and all this other crap. So uh, to our listeners, uh, my apologies as you're as you're struggling through this, probably. But uh, yeah, you remember the yeah, you remember the good old days when, uh, you know, we'd go to college and. Oh. I literally bought a 13-inch black and white TV and like a a, a typewriter <laughs> with me my first year. No lie, now it's got to see. What? It's uh, it's crazy, crazy. I had a typewriter. I literally had a typewriter, like one of those old school typewriters. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a computer until like law school, and it was really shitty. It wasn't even. You can't even call it a computer. It was basically a little professor. Crazy, uh, right? All right, brother Bry, brother Bry, what do you got this weekend? We're close to bat. We're close to football. Close, close to college football. At least that week zero, right? Yeah, I mean we're right. Yeah, we're really, really ten close. days like, away from the yeah, week I zero. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I mean we're really close. Uh, yeah, we can start talking about that next week. We'll Shit. get there, Harry. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. And then we got USC this weekend, so it's a couple, couple decent fights. The oh yeah, uh, Pantoja Royval fight should be a lot of fun. Uh, Cannonier Gastelum, right? Is two is the main is the main event, but uh. Cannon yeah, air Pantoja fight should be, yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. I'm I'm not sure. Gaslam screwed me one fight, but I do like uh, I like Roy Val over um, Pantoja in that one one fun fight. All right, yeah, UFC's back. Pacquiao fights, that's fun. Uh, Harry, you're back at home. I think that now the, the the you've settled down now with the traveling. I have to say, Harry came and watched my kids for a night, and um, my poor wife. We go away, and it ends up being no fun for her because I spend the whole time away watching Harry on ring on the ring app. And I was like, Oh, look at him. Look at him there. What's he eating? What's he eating on our porch? Oh, look, he almost lost his balance trying to pick the dog up. That's great. She's like, will you stop already? Enough of this. So that gets the dog of the day. Huh? It does. Why? Why? I got to send it to you. It's remarkable. I think you would watch it too. It's kind of like white Lotus. It's a lot to say. (laughs) 
You have anything to add? Good point, bad point, babyface? Good point. Got to go to Parlay Kid. You know, he's right. Kirk Cousins is an average quarterback. And and Harry's right. He plays in every game. He's 53, 54, and 2 in them. So exactly average (laughs) quarterback. I don't know. Maybe he likes the Vikings because his ancestors were them. I have no idea. (laughs) It does kind of look like it. He blow, a lot of blows theories. away any quarterback Dallas ever had stats wise. Blows away any quarterback Dallas so had. So stupid. Harry's such a fantasy nut. Like it doesn't matter. None of this crap matters. They don't make the playoffs. And uh, Mike Zimmer's a good if, coach. If Aikman was ninety-one and twenty-nine in three and a three-year stretch, you, you guys would be praising him more than you different already do. Era, which is Harry, different era. Well. He All doesn't right. care. All right. It's back when you watched football. That's when you had the best. That's when also the team had the best offensive line in history and the best uh, running back in history. All right. Well, par- <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Parlay Kid, you're also getting the uh, bad point for staying in a hotel that has Wi Fi from the, when you went to college, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It does. It's Damn, from, I wish there was. From yeah, I know. It was dial up here. Maybe it's. <laughs> all right guys well fun show that'll do it for spaghetti for meatballs for babyface joel solomon the degenerate trifecta and freddie roach i'm sal saying so long and happy handicapping na, 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 na.